You are Locked On Phillies, your daily Philadelphia Phillies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, guys? It is Thursday, July 30th, 2020. This is Locked On Phillies. I'm Tim Kelly. Today's show is brought to you by Rock Auto. And I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted with baseball. I'm exhausted with coronavirus. I'm especially exhausted with the coronavirus truthers and contrarians that are still impossible to avoid on the internet. Ones that think it's acceptable to be sending kids to school right now and having them potentially spread a deadly virus to teachers, staff, and then come back home to their parents and grandparents. This isn't a political message per se. But if you choose to take it as such and are disgusted with what's going on right now and that in our little world it has been it has ruined the MLB season and is very likely going to do the same for the NFL season, so be it. Uh, the Phillies, assuming there are no setbacks, which probably should not be assumed right now, they're going to resume their season on Saturday with a doubleheader against the Blue Jays, who they're also going to play Sunday. So uh, the the series initially was supposed to be a three-game series Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Now it's going to be two games played on Saturday, so you get that extra off day to kind of be sure you contained the spread of coronavirus to the Marlins and it didn't spread to the Phillies. It gives you extra time to fumigate that visiting clubhouse. So probably a necessary evil to take that extra day here and then hopefully it's safer and the Phillies and the Blue Jays and everyone can move forward. Uh, the three-game series is going to be played at Citizens Bank Park, but the Phillies will be in the road gray jerseys because the Blue Jays are going to be the home team. The Blue Jays, of course, are not allowed to play in Toronto right now because Canada doesn't want anything to do with people crossing over the border from America right now and who could blame them. Uh, the Blue Jays are going to play their home games in Buffalo, but that stadium isn't yet equipped with the proper lighting for major league games. So to start the season, the Blue Jays have just kind of been a road show because they didn't know until I think within a week of this regular season starting that they weren't going to be allowed to play in Toronto. So this will actually be the second time that the Blue Jays are the home team at Citizens Bank Park. In May of 2010, the Phillies hosted a three-game series that was moved from Toronto because the Sky Dome, I think that's what it was still called back then, the Rogers Center, whatever, was hosting the G20 Summit. And I specifically remember one game, Vernon Wells, who was one of the Blue Jays' best players at the time, searching for a Blue Jays fan in the upper decks to throw a ball to. It was just, it was a weird series. I've been jarred. The Phillies, and this was obviously a mistake looking back, have had a, 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 a one of their bat boys working in the opposing dugout for the Marlins series, and he wore the gray Phillies jersey. And it's just, it's such a weird thing to see that jersey on at Citizens Bank Park. So you're going to see an entire team full of that this weekend at Citizens Bank Park, and it'll be a strange thing to see. And now, Aaron Boone, the Yankees manager, says that the Phillies will come to New York next week to make up the first two games of this week's scheduled series 
that's going to be those games in New York that were supposed to be played Wednesday and Thursday will now, according to Boom, be played Monday and Tuesday next week in the Bronx. And then the games that were scheduled this week for Monday and Tuesday, the Phillies and Yankees were supposed to play two in uh, Philly before playing two in New York. Those games are now going to be played Wednesday and Thursday. And the Phillies were supposed to have off Monday. Obviously, they don't need off days after this week, and I think they'll be hard-pressed to get any the rest of the season, really. And then after that, they were supposed to travel to Miami for a three-game series. I don't know if that series will altogether be thrown out or made up at a later date, but I know a a few things. I think you're going to increasingly be hard-pressed to get any players to be willing to travel to Florida because they've done such a poor job of containing it. And the thing is... In places like New York, there were outbreaks, and then they took steps. They made masks mandatory. People really followed through with it. That is not the be-all, end-all to this situation. But it's not like Florida where it's just like everything is open and they're just pretending this isn't happening. It's dangerous to the people, and understandably, especially after this situation, players aren't going to want to go there. The Nationals, ultimately, this didn't matter because the series was canceled this weekend anyway or postponed, whatever baseball's terming it as. But they had already decided, we're not going to Miami this weekend to play our series against the the Marlins. And I don't know that more teams aren't going to do that. And I sure hope baseball has an alternate plan. And frankly, it would probably be smart for them just to not have any teams playing in Florida, maybe no teams playing in Georgia this year. These states that have not taken this seriously, that's their problem. If you get these teams out of these states and into places where you can hopefully contain uh, and not have players out and about and catching and spreading this virus, then hopefully you can play the rest of the season with as few interruptions as possible. But if you continue to send players into Miami and into Tampa Bay and Atlanta and places that are not taking this seriously, you're going to continue to have problems. And the second thing that I'm sure of is that I don't think the Phillies are going to get 60 games in, but I'm I'm certain at this point the Marlins won't get 60 games in, and that's going to create some very weird dynamics for determining what teams are ultimately in the playoffs this year. You can support Locked On Phillies by supporting our sponsors. One of our sponsors today is Rock Auto. Come on, you know and you love Rock Auto's jingle. They have amazing selection reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. What more could you possibly want? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Go to rockauto.com and tell them Locked On Philly sent you. Today's show is also brought to you by CBDMD. Our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic and everyone's life is chaotic in some form at this time. Uh, And to make it even easier in terms of helping you relax, regroup, and recharge, CBDMD is offering all of Locked On Phillies listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. That's CBDMD, promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout, and you will get 25% off. So Joe Girardi's tenure as Phillies manager has gotten off to about as tumultuous a start as possible, which uh, most of it has been out of his control. Spring training was suspended in March, didn't resume until July because of coronavirus. The Phillies lost two of three against the Marlins in their opening series, at least part in due to, at least partially due to the fact that bullpen issue, issues who 
uh, th- those issues far predate Joe Girardi and issues against the Marlins period far predate Joe Girardi. Those continued into the 2020 season. Now the Phillies season has been forced to take a temporary pause because of the coronavirus outbreak that has ravished the Marlins. And Joe Girardi was on MLB Network Radio earlier this weekend, and he said he commended baseball for taking a few days off, and ultimately it's turned into a few more days, I think, than they initially anticipated. The Phillies have gotten good test results back. I don't believe any players tested positive to this point. And Brian Price, the pitching coach, has returned. I don't know. Matt Klintak spoke yesterday. It sounds like he probably didn't have it, but maybe he had it. He had some symptoms and was a little concerned, understandably so. So he quarantined, and he's good to go now. But Joe Girardi said on MLB Network Radio, beyond commending baseball for how they've handled it, that he thinks it's okay if not every team plays 60 games a season. He thinks it's fine if you determine who is in the postseason based off of winning percentage this year, even if some teams play 60 games and some teams play 56, whatever the case may be, you would just go by who has the highest winning percentage. And I didn't really buy into the idea that the 2020 season wouldn't be seen as legitimate because of the 60-game schedule, because that's what was presented to everyone. However, if most teams play 60, but the Phillies play 57, and at this point the Marlins are going to be lucky to play 50 this season, I think you can have a legitimate discussion about whether this season should be viewed with an asterisk and maybe everything going on this year and perhaps even into next year, we just need to accept should be viewed with an asterisk. There's also this. Let's say... It was the normal five teams in each league that make the playoffs and the Phillies, at least in part because of this delay situation they're in right now, didn't make the postseason in 2020. I think it could be excused away that this was kind of a ridiculous season that you can't jump to any long-term conclusions about. However, by the end of this season, whether figuratively or literally, Alec Bohm and Spencer Howard are no longer going to be seen pro- as prospects. Maybe they won't pass the exact prospect eligibility, but they'll be at the major league level, and you'll know their futures at the major league level. There's a good chance that at the beginning of next year, the Phillies will have one of the five worst farm systems when you take them out because they're very top-heavy this year. You take those two out, and... There's not a ton, especially in terms of impact players close to the major league level. They have made a change in scouting director. Brian Barber is in there now. Previously, had been the national cross-checker for the Yankees. And obviously, it's way too early to tell how good he's doing and how good he's going to be at the job. And I don't even know how much you can evaluate how how the Phillies ultimately do in this year's draft because you didn't get a high school season this year. You didn't get a chance to send your scouts out the way you would like to. Matt Klintak, though, he inherited a bad situation with this farm system, and in five years, it has not dramatically turned around. Uh, another problem that has plagued the Phillies while Klintak has been here has been the bullpen, and I'll chalk those first couple of years up, especially considering you traded Ken Giles away, as not really being years where you were trying to build an elite playoff caliber bullpen. But outside of the, the time, the first time that they acquired Pat Neshek and the trade from the Astros, and I guess the Jose Alvarez trade as well, major moves in the bullpen have flopped. David Robertson, Tommy Hunter, Joaquin Benoit, the second time you brought Pat Neshek back, he just couldn't stay healthy. Banking on Anthony Dominguez to come back healthy this year, and ultimately he's going to need Tommy John that at this point will keep him out for sure this year and maybe all of next year. I I think Hector Neris is a really good reliever, uh, 
but you got rid of some veteran guys like Francisco Liriano despite uh, a strong camp. And after one series, it's one series, things can change, but it legitimately looks like the Phillies' middle relief this season could be an unmitigated disaster. And if the Phillies miss the playoffs for the ninth straight year, this time in a, a season where more than half of the National League is going to the playoffs. I don't know whether the shortened season will be enough for the Phillies to run it back with this front office next year. Maybe if only if only five teams were making the playoffs like normal and the Phillies were the sixth or seventh best team in the, the league, you could kind of say, it's a weird year, we had to deal with a lot, let's continue building for next year. But if you waste another peak year of Bryce Harper, JT Real Muto, and Aaron Nola, and it looks like it'll be years after 2020 before your farm system delivers another impact prospect, it really will be a bad look for the front office. And I'm not rooting for this group to fail. I think Matt Klintak's a really nice guy. I do think his role in signing Bryce Harper and kind of going through the ebbs and flows of that negotiation is probably underappreciated. And I largely think he inherited a disaster. You cannot start 10 years behind everyone in terms of building your analytics department and then wake up in late 2015, essentially 2016, and say, okay, guys, we're doing this right now. We're caught up to everyone. That's not how it works. Regardless of how you feel about the in-game use of analytics, not turning into building a propriety system and having that play a major role in how you draft and develop prospects until late 2015 when Klintak was hired, it's proven to be a gigantic hole that the Phillies have been unable to climb out of thus far. It has, though, been five years, uh, or will be at the end of 2020, that Matt Klintak and Andy McPhail have been in charge of this front office. And I know this, if eight teams from the National League go to the playoffs and the Phillies are not one, that's unacceptable, and it's almost unacceptable regardless of what the circumstances are that led it to where that was. That's going to do it for today's show. You can follow me on Twitter at Tim Kelly Sports and read my work on philliesnation.com and radio.com. Now tell your smart speaker to play the latest episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. I'll talk to you guys next time.